Okay, we're going to get into another conversation. I'm here with Randy Schenkel, and we're having great conversations. And so today, I want to talk about this one scripture. And it, it, it caught my eye because uh, I, wasn't, I wasn't doing a word study, but I just thought of a scripture, and I thought, uh, I, thought I want to read that. So I pulled it up, and I was reading, and I just so happened to have a Bible software on my computer. So I pulled it up, and over to the side, it had uh, the, the Greek words. Oh, yeah. And so it, it's the uh, Galatians 6 1, and it says, Brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in the spirit of gentleness, keeping watch on yourselves, lest you too be tempted. And then that word that I glanced over, I said it was pneumaticos. And I thought, ooh, that's that word. There's that word. <clears throat> and that, that word, is, it, it, to me, uh, for some reason, it is a, a word that I have in my radar right now. And it's, it's, it's an important word. You know, it says walk in the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. And so this pneuma, this pneumaticos, I think it is not, it's not talked about a lot. And I never hear it in normal conversations or uh, regular people that I hear ministering the word. Mm -hmm. I never hear them talk about this, this subject. And so I wanted to, gear back to this and and as we're just talking about um we're talking about coming to terms with the humanity of people and and this scripture even talks about people will fall they'll have faults yeah yeah you know they'll slip and how are we to handle them and are we supposed to handle that or just you know ignore it mm -hmm. um because it's easy to ignore it um but it's also it's also easy to get very, very harsh with somebody, yeah, and not use the gentleness, judgmental, yeah, gentleness. So, have you experienced this kind of um, uh, thing that you have to do when you find someone they've they've fallen into a trap or a fault or transgression and and had to restore them? Yes. Oh, absolutely. And myself, I've had to be mm. restored a few times. Mm -hmm. I think every Christian will have to be restored. <clears throat> Some of it could be, like I said, it's a, of a carnal nature. You might fall in, fall, uh, in adultery, fornication, uh, misappropriation of funds, or whatever it may be. That's, that's a sin transgression. Mm -hmm. But the greatest fall is the, <clears throat> the interior, which I've gone through. Uh, the way I was uh, born, and where I grew mm -hmm. up, I grew mm -hmm. up insecure. Mm. And w when you feel inferior or insecure and uncertain of yourself, uh, you'll condemn yourself all the time. Mm. And it, everything that goes wrong, it's your fault. And everything that goes wrong with God, it's your fault. You're to be blamed on everything. And you grow up with that, and then you have to be restored uh, by the revelation of the Word of God. But i tell you something's interesting, and I'm, I'm grateful. I appreciate the fact that you're very compelled by the word pneumaticos, and I am too. It's an it's it's a large, massive word mm -hmm. uh, that has not been uh, indulged. It has mm -hmm. not been uh, really unfolded or revealed, and it's it's deeper than the word just concerning pneumaticos. Mm -hmm. And let me give you an example. Every time you find the word pneumaticos or spiritual, what religion has done with that? 
they have put it in a small little box called conduct or behavior. Mm. You're spiritual. You're mm. a spiritual person. Mystic. And and then then they put you in the second phase of it, which is your your yeah your mystical or your you got this aura about or, yeah. you and boy yeah. this guy is spiritual mm-hmm. and that he could be demonic and be spiritual. Right. It's that attitude behind it because they haven't really rightly. Uh, interpreted or defined the word pneumaticos, pneumaticos, pneumaticos. And here is the interesting simplistics of it. A pneumatic tool is something that is driven by something else. It is motivated by something else. It is something is activated or you get a job or perform something based upon the tool that you have. And we are the tool and we are driven or blown by the breath of God, the pneuma. Mm. So we're constantly being blown into by the Spirit of God. And that's when that scripture says, we're like the wind. We're blown hither and thither, and you never really know where you're going to be blown. Well, if you're really spiritual, pneumaticos, it's not about your conduct. It's about how you flow with the Spirit of God and cooperate with Him. And that moves you over into the firm, the uh, familiar term that you and I use, and we've learned for years, is when you, ha- when you have this... Uh, he, therefore, that ministers to you the Spirit. Mm-hmm. When you have that epic choreo, when you have that choreography of the Spirit of God, then he, that's what's called spiritual. You're, you're, a spiritual person is an individual led by the Spirit. You can tell he's being blown. He's being pneumaticos. He's a pneumatool. Mm. And in that individual's life is based, based entirely upon uh, the oxygen, the air that, of that, that comes from that generator, so to mm. speak. Mm-hmm. And you're getting, or you're, compressor. The compressor. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Your whole life is filled uh, relative to the compressor. Who mm-hmm. is the one that is inspiring? Who is the one that is encouraging? Who is the one that is leading? Who is the one that's directing? And you can tap into that. That's when you become spiritual, but mm-hmm. it doesn't have to do with spiritual conduct or some religious act or deed that you do. Mm-hmm. You know, this behavior. Thing. <clears throat> yeah, how the you behavior. Be- how you behave yourself. All religion is Like based- I mentioned to you earlier, um, sometimes you put on these mannerisms that, yes. that you think that are spiritual, but yeah. they're nothing but a facade, a personality, or an outside performance. It's yes. not spiritual. Almost all religious spiritual interpretation is a carnal behavior mm. behind it all. People mm. standing up and wanting the recognition, wanting the attention, and the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they go through all this mm-hmm. this stuff and gyrations and beliefs and statements. Mm-hmm. And it's really for the show of the flesh. Mm. It's for the glory of the flesh. Mm-hmm. But it's not spiritual at all. And we have never really taken time to cultivate the spirit man, mm-hmm. the real forces and, and I, let me share this here joe for a moment that i just shared this last night with my wife and she was re- always intrigued when i go home what did y'all talk about what did y'all talk about and we do another four hours <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and i love it because i have to admit my wife chris has probably been uh the greatest disciple i've mm-hmm. ever trained because uh you, you're the success of a disciple is based upon his ability to ovulate, so to speak, mm-hmm. stay stay mm-hmm. open, stay ready in spirit, so mm-hmm. he can receive the word of God and reproduce after mm-hmm. his own kind. And she and she's just always just can't wait. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll go home sometime at ten o'clock and ten thirty, and she'll say, "What is that? No, no, tomorrow." <laughs> I, I just came out of a four hours, and I, I said, "Tomorrow." 
And then the next morning with coffee mm-hmm. or tea or whatever, I drink. Uh, she's introduced me to the from South Africa the mm-hmm. you know the tea the whole mm-hmm. realm of tea and they've mm-hmm. got she's got a dozen different type of uh, South African teas that she gets all the time and boy I, I love it I have to <laughs> so we have tea in the morning and uh, we do, we go through all this but one of the things that I shared with her is that you have to understand humanity and deity this is the real problem with the body of Christ is they don't have a merismos a dividing uh, a distinction between humanity and deity these are the two primary factors and the humanity constantly negates the spirit life constantly because when you go with uh, humanity and deity you're dealing with laws of nature you're not dealing with behave behavior learned behavior you're talking about nature something that mm-hmm. you have that is totally natural nothing learned nothing studied nothing known it is instinctive it is it is a uh, a tendency an inclination mm-hmm. that you have without thought mm-hmm. and uh, well of course I'm doing a marriage seminar I'll chase this little rabbit real quick and get back to this the three elements of the human spirit that's really vital <clears throat> but uh, I'm, we're doing this marriage seminar in, a, in about another week <clears throat> and uh, Crystal and I were talking and I'm sharing with her, you know, Crystal, when you deal with uh, marriages, there are some fallacies that psychology and philosophy has dropped down through the generations. <clears throat> One of those is, I wish that my wife would initiate making love more. I wish my husband would initiate more, making love more. And I said, the initiation deals with the humanity, has nothing to do with human spirit. Human spirit is you've got to go back to the natural tendency, natural inclination. And go, so if you go with the humanity, which is the affection, the love that you, you can have for a soulmate, an individual. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> that's what happens is that they have to remember to initiate. And when you have to remember to do something, you have lost the initiative that is natural. So if I love my wife, God so loved, he gave, he didn't have to think. There was no initiating sending Christ. It was instinctive. That was instinctive behavior of God. And in marriages, they become more robotical or or in the sense of <clears throat> becomes learned behavior. And I wish you'd get to open the door for me. Or I wish you'd, you would spend more. I wish you were more physical or more affectionate. I wish you'd hold my hand. Well, you got to remember to do that. Then you've lo- you have lost the natural tendency that was put in you by God Almighty. Something has happened that has done it. And usually what happens is the spirit man that maintains the force of that humanity, that natural man. And the elder shall serve the younger. And when you finally realize that it's the spirit man, see, the, the natural man, I'm, I am 72. The spirit man, I am 52. I met him when I was 20. But now my natural man depends on my spiritual man for the initiative of everything without think because he does it without the spirit man does it without thinking he's not learned he hasn't been taught he, he he retains the very divine nature of god it's it's the dna that he depends on the human nature has fallen from what it had mm-hmm. so something has to help it out and there are three primary elements to the spirit man that makes him really pneumaticos <clears throat> And there are, the, I just call them the three L's, but the love, the life, and the light. And you have to have that agape. There are, there are five primary Greek words for that defines the word love, but agape is the primary. It's the divine mm-hmm. love, and it's God so loved he gave. Mm-hmm. All the other are, uh, are receiving love. Mm-hmm. 
it doesn't matter what it is, they're, re, they're receptives. Mm. And if you get stay over in the humanity of it, you're, you're always waiting to receive, to get, to have. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of people serve Christ. They're in that receptive mode. Mm. Uh, the love they have for him is either phileo or, or ludus or whatever it may be. I can't say eros, but you know, because it's not a mm-hmm. sexual thing. <clears throat> But the, the primary factor of this agape is it keeps the spirit man uh, in his natural DNA of giving. That's his nature. Mm-hmm. God so loved, he gave. And then you go in, in him was life, and the life was the light of man. And you get into that Zoe now. That's the force of that human spirit that reproduces a force of life. It's a life-giving spirit, the Amplified calls it. And so does the Greek. It is. And there was, a, if you remember in scriptures, it talks about first Adam was a living soul, yeah. and the last Adam was a life-giving spirit. And this is the difference in the living soul is a receptor. It, it just takes, it, it just wants to receive. But that life-giving spirit wants to give. It, it's a reprodu- reproduction of life. And then what happens, that individual walks in an illumination. Now there's uh, two primary <clears throat> words uh, in him was Zoe, and I'm going to give you the Greek name. Mm-hmm. In him was Zoe, and the Zoe was the phos of man. Mm-hmm. But in that word phos, there are two primary scriptures that uses the word phos. Fire is one of them, mm-hmm. and light. And this causes the human spirit to always be fire. He's always on fire. He's see, It's consuming, constantly consuming mm-hmm. the natural flesh, warring against the, mm-hmm. the natural man, the natural mind my, within me. Right. It's consuming all of this earth, uh, that's earthly sense devilish is consuming mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. and in the great house there are vessels of gold and of silver wood hay and stubble is constantly being consumed by that fire without the fire you cannot consume wood hay and stubble and so what happens that human human spirit is already is instinctively dna'd illuminated lit up with fire the objective is to consume the human elements of that carnal nature then with that you have the light and obviously the light is we learn things without study we know things without uh, research we have revelation knowledge Mm -hmm. and that revelation knowledge simply means an illumination upon the mind of man Mm -hmm. the human spirit doesn't learn he is in the image and likeness of god he's a partaker of the divine nature he doesn't have to learn he knows if you go back to the first adam you have to ask, how did he know to name all these animals? He never learned them. Right. He knew. Mm-hmm. And now if you can go with that, you can understand once you get that glorified body and you get out of this flesh, you and I are going to, we're going to know. Mm. And the scripture says, you will, be, you will know as you are known. Mm. Now there's a knowing, not a learning. Mm-hmm. And the sadness that we have today with the fall of man, he's had to learn ABCs. Right. He had to learn to talk. <laughs> he had to learn everything. That's, that's how far we fell. And in Christ, there comes a place with the light that you, you receive truth, revelation, and it just is explosive. But I do do want to say what 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 in fact what we were talking about right before we began, that religion idolizes humanity. Yeah. And it doesn't and what happens, it transfers their their adoration mm-hmm. uh, from Christ to an individual who is uh, a minister or a prophet or a teacher. And that human idolatry is the failure of living vicariously, Christ trying to live uh, Christ vicariously through another person. Mm-hmm. And what happens in idolatry, you reverse the uh, Genesis 1, 26, 27, 
Now you're going to say, let us make God in our image after our likeness. Mm. And we start creating these gods, and these gods will always fail you Mm because they're humans. Mm -hmm. These idols will fail you, and then you wind up uh, hating that minister, that preacher. You speak evil of him. You used to love him. Now you hate him. You thought he was the best thing that ever happened in your life. Now he's the worst thing that ever came to earth. And you have judgments, indictments, accusations because you forgot that he was a human. Right, And in that humanity, he's very flawed. I always say this, why be offended with my humanity? You are denying the fact that I need a Savior. Hmm. If you don't think I need a Savior, then there's something wrong with your theology. And, and it can be uh, far worse because sometimes they turn their back on God as well. Always do. So you can't. You, you have to. The reason is you now no longer have no God. Mm-hmm. You have a belief in Jesus Christ, but mm-hmm. you have served this God. Mm-hmm. Now the reason they, there's a backslidden state at that point is you've stopped serving. There's nothing to serve, and you've got to get back to Jesus. And Do you think that, do you think that, that is a, possibly a, common, a commonality of people who backslide or turn their backs on God at that it was it happened to be an individual that they set up to be a role model or a god yeah and something that they did irked them or 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 tweaked them and that was the reason that they just turned their back on always and that's always all that human being has to do is have a flaw or shortcoming And then that ends the idolatry, because the idolatry is based upon an image of perfection. Now, the perfection is interesting. Here's the thing. The image and likeness is not, as God said, let us make man in our image after our likes. I'm making an image out of you. I'm making a likeness in my own mind, and this is what you should. This is what I should see, mm-hmm. and here's how you should behave. Because mm-hmm. the likeness is here's what here's what it's like, but the image is what is what it looks like, mm-hmm. and the likeness is this what it acts like. Now I put you in that uh, idolatry. I put you in that pedestal. You have to be that image and likeness. Mm-hmm. And if you will not reflect that image or behave in that likeness, I will get rid of you and find another god. And you go to another preacher, to another church, to another ministry, and you keep searching for this God whose name is mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. but you keep trying to find it vicariously through humanity, and you will fail the rest of your life. How do you advise individuals that you see um, that occurring in their lives and you're aware, okay, there's going to be a train wreck coming up here? How do you get somebody to notice that, to see it, and to correct it? Well, here's what's funny. This is crazy. I have not met. I'm, there's a lot of people that during the time of when a man like uh, myself, when when you go public mm-hmm. and you have millions of people that now you're you're on television, all that. That's when the idolatry comes, because what we do, we'll take uh, these multi-billionaires and you'll you'll idolize them. Mm-hmm. Idolatry is based upon the lusting for what they have to be like them. You want to be like that. You want that in your life, which is nothing but covetousness of another order. Idolatry is based upon coveting somebody else of what they stand for, but you don't realize they're already just a human being. Mm. There is no elevation in that. It doesn't matter if it's a billionaire or if it's a poor man. He's been created in the image and likeness of God. There's no height that you can travel there. There's no breadth or width that you can. It's just across the board. You're just a human. 
But what makes that individual powerful is the inception of Christ within him and the power of the Holy Ghost. Now that makes him to be brought forth that if he's prophesying and casting out devils, healing the sick, raising the dead, causing people to come out of the wheelchair, people go, ooh, the idolatry, I, I want to be like that. Mm-hmm. Now that's when I want to be like. And they, so you got this image and likeness again we talked about. And I here's the thing that is strange about it, Joe, is I have tried to correct hundreds of people that's involved in idolatry with me not a one of them will believe it until they're delivered from it. Wow. They won't. I'm not in idolatry with you. I know. I know a, a gentleman who was uh, an SOP, a very sincere, a very devout uh, young man, and he. The first time I think he was exposed to you and your personality up, away from the platform. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it 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 tripped him out. Oh yeah. He could not. It didn't compute. Mm-hmm. And it, it was wasn't a, the likeness. Right or the image that yeah. he had already created, and I think that I think there's also the thing that uh, he didn't know how to um, he didn't know how to be a human being. See, that's the thing. He didn't endorse my humanity. Yeah, he wanted to endorse only my deity. Now, here's where I tell you when when people get offended or in idolatry get offended, this is going to sound crazy, but I can show you biblical. It's the spirit of antichrist. What you're doing is denying denying that that man has come in the flesh. And you have to <laughs> yeah. you have to endorse the flesh and the spirit of humanity, and if you are in idolatry only to the spirit man in that man, then you are an you have an antichrist spirit. You have an evil spirit working with you, because he's wanting to you to deny. Randy doesn't have any humanity. He's so close to God. He's, I'm surprised he's still on the earth. He's like Enoch, <laughs> you know. And that's the mentality. Mm-hmm. And then you see me not in the pulpit, mm-hmm. and I'm driving a car, and somebody cuts me. I say, what's wrong with you? Right. Whoa, would Jesus say that? No, but Randy would, you know, and because I endorse my humanity. Right. And for all my life, I have faced the fact that, yes, I've been in my humanity. I can be very aggressive. I can be very abrupt. I can be, I can be very offensive. Now, I know that, but I still believe that's under the uh, bishopric of Jesus Christ that he still has to work in me. I talked to my brother tonight, and he was repenting over something he'd done. I just started laughing. And he says, I've worked, he said, he's, see, I'm 72, he's 74, he says, I've worked on this all my life. And I started laughing, I said, oh, brother, don't worry about it, you may even die with it, but I, <laughs> but I said, but keep working on it, and, keep it you know. and then I said to him, now, brother, you can't change yourself. I said, don't come under this condemnation, you can't change yourself. So people get mad at me, mm. like I can change me. Mm. You follow me? Like all you have to do, Randy, is quit doing that. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just great. Then I really don't need a savior. I can take care of myself, mm-hmm. and so I don't believe that. I believe I need so, a savior. So, so uh, you talked about you know uh, when you were explaining the spirit man having a nature, the nature, yeah. the nature of God. It's when you were saying that I was thinking, okay, um, it's almost there's a DNA there that their behavior is going to be generated because of who they are. That spirit man is like God. So it's yeah. going to resemble God in that way. It's not growing up to be, um, it's not being cultivated or taught or trained or uh, it's not a process of of intellect. Yeah, It's already a being, a nature. It's a nature. So is that something like, you know, you know, that, the animal world has, they have a nature, you know, they, they know when to travel south. Yep. yep. They know. Ha- unlearned. Unlearned. 
That's true. Know. They have not been to SOP. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They 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 know these things. Yeah. It's instinct. It's inside of them. That's that innate nature of God. And I, I give you a real prime uh, example of this. <clears throat> but as many as received him, John says, to them gave he the power to become. And the word is there is the Greek word where you get the English word generate a generator, <clears throat> and it means from a gene something. Uh, activates from a gene. So now let's take the natural generator and the whole, the, the human spirit is the uh, generator and with the Holy Ghost. And that human spirit is constantly regening, regening Christ in us, forming us, conforming us to the image of Christ. Mm -hmm. But it's done by taking a gene and activating it. Now, where did that gene come from that's no longer active in the fall of man? Hmm. And when you come and get born again, now that gene that's been, la that's been laid there dormant uh, since the fall of Adam and in your life until you get born again, and then that gene, uh, Galatians 3, 16, 17, 18, which is one, one, one seed, not many, hmm. that seed that is Christ, now if, if you go back to Matthew 1, 1, it's called the generation mm -hmm. of Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. the gene that activates Christ. Hmm. This is what we hmm. have. And the human spirit is a carrier of a gene, a DNA, a gene, a literal gene that is, is, is instinctively uh, alive, eternal, and it activates. It's, it's like it's a generator. It's constantly generating forces, powers into the human spirit as well as into the, the renewed mind. Mm -hmm. And that gene of Christ begins to consume the natural gene of humanity. This is the great war uh, of, the, of the enemies within. Mm. The counter, if you would, mm -hmm. to get your soul saved, it uses the term. You have to receive with meekness the engrafted word. Mm -hmm. Now, this is, and this goes from generation, from from a uh, generating something uh, to reproducing something. Mm -hmm. And when you do trees, mm -hmm. they are they're going to graft in something contrary in nature to that tree mm -hmm. to produce something else. Mm -hmm. Now, Christ is that contrary seed. Mm -hmm. And he, you can't get your mind renewed, you can't get your soul saved unless you're willing to take the scriptures, which is contrary to all humanity, contrary to everything I've been taught, contrary to everything I've been told, contrary to everything I've learned. Now I come into Christ, and I have to, I, it's not how, I don't have a marriage like mom and dad, I don't have a marriage like my grandma, I have to find out what the scripture says. There's a gene, mm -hmm. there's a gene of marriage and husbands and wives and sonship, and every, every one of those is that same gene, and it's generating, activating Christ in me and transforming me and renewing me to act and be like Christ. Now that's the beauty of this gener the generation. So now you talk about a the generation of Jesus Christ, the gene that reproduces Christ. And now we're talking now about do I have a power or that the men's received into them gave you the power to become this becoming is generating me into something from a single gene. Hmm. And every Christian has that single gene. Here's the problem. Hmm. And it's one of my pet peeves. I hate religion. I have to tell. I see wow. how it destroys humanity, destroys Christians, because religion has a gene, and that gene wars against the gene of Christ. Wow. That one wants to make you religious, mm -hmm. and this 
Christ gene wants to make you spiritual, mm. true spiritual. Mm -hmm. And so you have a war called religion versus spiritual. And these two wars go on. And then you have the body of Christ, this body of mm -hmm. Christ, to live the gene. And Satan has set up a housing called church entity to house the gene of religion. Mm. And they grow up side by side. And the war is almost forever. Or am I going to be religious or am I going to be spiritual? And uh, because Satan has defined religion as spiritual, and if you say you're spiritual, then they think you're mystical. Mm -hmm. And uh, so once again, it's the kingdom. It's a kingdom invasion kingdom. that you were talking about yes. the other day. Yes. The same. The same. Uh, your spirit is wanting to drive out the things that are uh, uh, in opposition to God in your life. And uh, well, I think absolutely. You, yeah, and I think it, it, you you mentioned uh, the 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 fire. Burning it out, burning out impurities, yeah. um, uh, refining you, and so I can see that I can see that the it, it, that the it, the spirit is reluctant. I mean, not reluctant. It's it's non-reluctant. It keeps on going. It doesn't give up. Right, right. It will never quit. Yeah, and and eternal. <clears throat> um, what are some of the ways that what what could what could we do to make sure that the spirit stays strong? and um, uh, focus on pursuing God and not being shelved. You know what happens is many times you can have a, a personal revival and you get excited about God and, and you go for three months, six months, and you're just focused, you're in the Word and everything. And all of a sudden, before you know it, it's a side thing again. And, and then what happens is you get something happens in your life, maybe maybe a catastrophe or something, and you realize, oh my gosh, you know, what have I been doing? I need to get right with God. I need to get back to focus. So you get back on and focused on God, and then things start correcting. Yeah. So how do you, what, what do you do to recommend for a person to stay consistent um, um, and not to let that thing uh, just keep on going through this ups and downs mm -hmm. in life. Obviously, the consistency's got to be there. But the, the term, I think, is very uh, has never really been redefined uh, through the kingdom. It's just it's defined through religion, <clears throat> called backslidden. Mm -hmm. And when you look at it from the kingdom of God, you have drawn back from something that you had that was consistent or that worked or that was effective. Uh, getting back to, back to that after getting going back. So uh, Kingdom talks about when you go back, you have to get back. And that's as simplistic as it. What was working, get back to that. Mm -hmm. And here is one of the things that works. Uh, it isn't how much time you spend in prayer, how long you spend in prayer, how often you pray. The just shall live by faith. We don't live by prayer. Now, I'm not knocking it. That's, right. that, that, without that, you, I can't have his sensitivity and his awareness. But this whole walk is by faith. Now, I can say, Jesus, sorry, I blew it. Now, I'm right back with you right now. <laughs> That's the truth. Okay. That is instantly there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But in religion, what do I have to do to right. get back to where I was? Yeah. And you have this systematic thing thrown out right. in front of you. And, okay. yeah. then, and then you're going to have to read Satan's notes on how to do it. Right. He'll yeah, be so glad to have, tell you. You have, okay, so 
going to be like three days of fasting. Yes, you know you have to do that. Go and find everybody and and repent to them. Tell every them, one of them. Tell them all the things you yeah. thought about them. Yeah, <laughs> word for word, by the way. Right. <laughs> and then and then uh, start your scripture reading. Yeah, you got to get back to the Bible and set a timer for your prayer. Oh, you better spend more than five minutes. You, I mean, you're gonna know it with that. <laughs> Isn't that the truth now? Yeah. And the list goes on and on and on, by the and way. And it means nothing. nothing. It's not true. It's not really, it's not going to be effective. You know what's going to happen is six months later, you're going to repeat. And you will, because your human, uh, humanity is, is flaw. it has flaws. Mm-hmm. And, and it's always going to have this problem. So, so the message here is that's going to be who you are. Yes. It, but there's, there's something no. you can do about it, but that's. That, you have to, first of all, endorse. You okay. have to endorse your humanity and accept the fact it needs a Savior, mm-hmm. and it will it will need one tomorrow. I think one of the mistakes <clears throat> is that uh, I've heard you made, made, make that statement several times, and uh, just now I connected. I thought, you know, I think what it is when, when you say that, you have to embrace that the fact that your flesh needs a Savior. I think what automatically religion does is it says, Oh yes, thank you. I had a savior uh, in 1980. Yes, yes, yes. You see what I'm saying? Yes. And so you're not actively uh, aware of that on a uh, constant basis, right? We are constantly being saved. Mm. And uh, now, when you go with breaking down the triune man, mm-hmm. spirit, soul, and body, we I am saved instantly in spirit. I'm mm-hmm. saved progressively in my soul, and I will be saved eventually in my body when He comes again. Right, right. Those are three different levels of salvation, and some of them are. One of them is from the past. I was saved uh, uh, from the past, which mm-hmm. was I've saved uh, in Ju- my, uh, May of 2000. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, May of 1970. Yeah, May of 1970. I was I was saved instantly in in Jesus Christ in spirit. And from 1970 to right now, 2022, I am still being saved in my soul. I will read a scripture tomorrow, and it it will awaken me. It will save me. It will cause me to repent. I said, Jesus, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow he'll save another part mm-hmm. of my soul, and I'm grateful for that. Mm-hmm. Thankful for it. And. <clears throat> Why well, do you suppose people uh, back up so far? I mean, they 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 blow it. Uh, the way you explained it there it is, uh, uh, in all reality, that is the way that he laid it out. Because we are flesh, we are yeah. we're going to fail. Why do you suppose that we run away? I mean, uh, you blow it and you you run away. You don't you don't you don't make that recovery that yeah. quickly. It's almost like you go farther and farther and farther and it's uh, and then you get so far you're like oh my gosh it takes us back to the first adam now we go back now we're serving the last adam christ we're doing great mm-hmm. and then we get over then that natural man we get back to the first adam and the first adam said he was afraid mm-hmm. and he hid himself it's the fear. Same thing. And the fear of rejection, the fear of not being received, the fear of not being accepted. Jesus, is, there's, and there's no need for me to pray. I mean, you're, up, you're upset with me, and you won't receive me anyway. I've really blown it here. Mm-hmm. And now uh, I really don't need a Savior because you ain't going to save me anyway. Mm-hmm. You, you know, And that's, that's the problem. You're afraid that he won't. You, you, and all you've got to do is say, sorry, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to do anything else. Mm-hmm. And that the real forces behind the, hu- the human nature and the divine nature. There are two pri- main, two primary powers behind them. The human nature, it, it goes by feelings. 
Mm. And the divine nature goes by faith. Mm. And this is, we live by faith, we don't live by feelings. Now, when I first got married to Crystal, <clears throat> Uh, well, I'll give you two, two examples of uh, humanity being dis- distinct. I met Gloria Lee, uh, ooh, that's probably 40-something years ago. I met her in Arlington, Texas. She was working for Kenneth Copeland, and I met her there in that ministry. And, uh, man, Christ spoke to both of us, and we hadn't gotten together yet. It's one of the same thing you were telling, sharing mm-hmm. with me earlier about your, your wife and how you guys met. I knew I was supposed to marry her. And uh, so we go out on a, uh, a date. We, of course, uh, you know, the great spender. I, I, took her, I, I, I took her out at the Denny's restaurant. <laughs> That's all money I have. I took her to Denny's restaurant. And then after that, we just going to go walk to the mall. And I put my arm around her. I don't remember now. I, have to be I don't remember if I held her hand or put my arm around her. Mm-hmm. And she stopped. And she, Randy, I said, yeah, she's no PDA. I didn't know what PDA was. I never heard the term. And I said, what is PDA? Public display of affection. And I, and I felt, as, now we're talking about humanity, mm-hmm. right? I'm not prophesying to her. Right. You know, I mean, Randy. Randy is made mm-hmm. a woman. Mm-hmm. And it's a male-female thing. It's, it's not a, you know, it's not a spiritual moment. And uh, I had the spiritual moment when Christ said he wanted me to, this is who I've chosen for you. Well, that was from God, but from then on, we're having a hamburger. You know what I mean? Right. I'm thinking, I said, no PDA. You consider this PDA? Yes, I can't do that until we get married. I said, well, one thing I knew right away, she definitely wasn't getting pregnant by me (laughs) (laughs) or anybody else because you can't even hold her hand. So I said, and I backed up. I said, it's not a problem. Well, that was was her humanity, Mm. and that's what she believed. Now, be very honest mm-hmm. with you, that's very religious to yes, me. Yes. Immediately, that was a religious statement. Mm-hmm. So then I meet Crystal, and after Gloria Lee had died, I went over to South Africa ministry, and I met Crystal. Crystal, an entirely different humanity. Now, we're talking about the five primary factors of salvation. Let's go just for a moment mm-hmm. to salvation of the soul. The soul is made is is the 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 uh, center of humanity. It's the center of a man's personality. So when you deal with the man's soul, now you're dealing with the very human nature of that entity. But then that in, that human nature breaks off into five primary re- realms that defines your personal entity, you as an individual, mm-hmm. and that is you have a personality, you have character, constitution, disposition, temperament. You have all these factors that. Christ has to save. So when you talk about the Marisbos breaking it down into mm-hmm. the soul, then breaking the soul down into the right. human nature, the human nature down into one an individual personality, there's there may be your temperament has to be saved, but your character doesn't. Or your character has to be saved, but not really working much with your disposition. You so you see mm-hmm. all these terms mm-hmm. that people don't even know the right. our Bishop Christ is dealing with. Well, Gloria, I was able to Maris most her immediately, she has a religious perspective of, of uh, physical affection, sex, romance, uh, all of that. She had some concept to it that comes out of religion. Mm. 
and uh, when it break, breaks down into lit, into religion, it was a bad thing. Mm. See, sex and making love and being in love, it's a bad thing. Only the men want that. You girls not going to enjoy this. I've had women say that. Mm. I've, heard, I've heard it said. I've heard mothers tell, literally, I've heard mothers tell their daughters, I don't enjoy it, you won't enjoy it. It's just for the man. And I'm thinking, what's wrong with you folk? But anyway, that's that religious thing. Mm -hmm. So somewhere in her constitution, mm -hmm. in the constitution, it's like the constitution of the United States of America, she has laws. And Gloria was living by a certain law that would, that would spring up every time. Mm -hmm. And with that law, she's going to live by that law. And that law to her was no PDA. So however she made that boundary or set that wall uh, where this alien could not cross the wall. Yeah. <laughs> but then I meet Crystal. She has an entirely different constitution and temperament, but she was tremendously unsaved on her feelings. So what happened, she determined everything both with God and in what she interpreted or how she received things or how she received God by how she felt. It went through the filter system called feelings. Mm. Joe, I feel a song right now. <laughs> Feeling. Uh, I know the song. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me save everybody right. the heartache and move on. <laughs> Not sing that song. But it was feelings. So I sat down with her one day and I said, Crystal, uh, this is way back now. I said, Crystal, let's talk about the salvation of the soul. Let's break it down into five primary factors of the soul. And then when you break it down into the temperament, then we're going to break that down into another three or four aspects of temperament, how temperament operates. And I said, your feelings is a product of your temperament. And I said, your temperament is what regulates feelings. And let's go back to temperament. And I said, there are pri two primary temperaments. They call them, I call them blue or red. They're either cold or hot. And Gloria Lee was cold and Crystal is hot. So that we're talking about temperaments now. That means that I'm not talking about sexual. I'm mm -hmm. talking about the behavior. Mm -hmm. Gloria, Gloria, Gloria Lee, very in temperament, was very restrained calculated, controlled, um, thought things through, and uh, Crystal very responsive, uh, temperament very very quick to respond, react, uh, mm -hmm. all that. So I'm meeting two women, and as I've said, I'm married to both of them, not at the same time. <laughs> and, uh, and, and what I found out was uh, the only thing that was uh, the same was they were female. Mm. And I had to learn... Crystal, after 20 years of married to Gloria, uh, of all this same this type of temperament and personality and character, the laws she lived by, now I've got to be married. And see, Crystal said to me, uh, when the Lord spoke to me in, in uh, South Africa, that this is the woman I want you to marry her, and I want you to marry her before you leave this nation. Oh, I did not want to do that. And so I'm now meeting with Crystal, and she said, be honest with me. You believe this is God? I said, yes. But I heard you say to one of the elders, you don't want to do this again. Mm -hmm. I said, no, I do not want to do this again. Now, she took it personal because she's feeling. Mm -hmm. She feels unloved, Maybe rejected. it's me. Something's wrong with mm -hmm. me. It's mm -hmm. all about me. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't. It was about, I don't want to go through these five things again. See, I'm looking at, from what I know from the Word, i got to deal with her personality, her oh, constitution, her temperament, her disposition. i got to do it all over again mm -hmm. with an entirely different person. Mm -hmm. and, so, and you do, and that's what I had to do. Mm -hmm. But mine was two extremes, mm -hmm. one terribly conservative, the other one uh, very liberal. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And these were two extreme type of personalities. Well, you take Christ now as a Savior, every individual he meets is an entity. Mm-hmm. Idolatry wow. is based upon conformity. Mm-hmm. Idolatry is trying to make everybody like me. Mm-hmm. I want them to be like me. If they're like me, I'm comfortable. And if they're not like me, I will reject them. <clears throat> I was in California. I just got born again. And uh, I read this book, which is a not a spiritual book. I don't remember the name. It goes something like, uh, I, uh, when I say no, I feel guilty. I think that's the name of it. <clears throat> and uh, I had a real problem saying no. And, and, of course, you'll just wipe out. You'll burn out just serving everybody, doing everything. Right. <clears throat> so yeah. I, I had this book given to me. And now I'm going to be going out with this girl on a date. And her mom and dad want to go. And we've talked about going. So, oh, that would be great. So I show up at their house. And I have a belt buckle that was too big. And I moved it to the side so because it, it's pinching my belly. Mm-hmm from arkansas i had that cowboy thing going on (laughs) and when i walked in her mother says are you going to wear that belt like that now what that meant was i'm uncomfortable with the way you are you're not like i want you to be Mm -hmm. now that's control that's manipulation Mm -hmm. that's dominant that's jezebel honestly Mm -hmm. honestly on dominion dominating so excuse me i found out her mother had to dominate the males to become in the image and likeness that she wanted them to be like. That's what a lot of men are married to. Their their wives dominate them. Mm-hmm. I think I gave this scripture Tuesday night uh, when Christ uh, had me hover over the earth and I saw, uh, he said to me, I'm going to show you uh, the nature of male leadership in America. Mm-hmm. And he and he, conf- he, he didn't, conf- uh, he didn't uh, uh, speak the whole scripture, only half of that was uh, Isaiah 3.12, and he said, As for my people, children are their oppressors, and women rule over them. And the word rule means dominate. Mm. And so in any form of idolatry or domination, they're all one and the same mm-hmm. because it's under the laws of conformity. If you don't conform to their constitutional law, and every human has a constitution, and under that constitutional laws, and one of those laws is conformity to my comfortability. So there is a law called, I call it, a law of being comfortable uh, to my conformity. And if you, are, if you do not conform, then I'm not comfortable with you. But if you conform to my image and likeness, I'm comfortable with that you. That is something that the soul, everybody has that kind of that everybody. level of it. Everybody so, has an image and likeness. And so um, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a righteous man, you just have to stop that. You, you do stop that. Everybody's different. If you believe in First Corinthians twelve four five and six, mm-hmm. everything's di- diversity, 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 difference, difference, difference. There's nothing the same. In fact, with you and I, mm-hmm. we are. See, of course, <clears throat> I realize today we've gone away from common sense, got into stupidity. But there's just male and female, mm-hmm. and in male and female, you and I are two males. But there are there is a variety of diversity that mm-hmm. Christ wants. He does not want conformity. Right. Uh, only unto him but here's what's dynamic when you conform to him you're liberated in being you mm-hmm. and that you can't do that any other place mm-hmm. there's no other place in the world you can conform and be different mm-hmm. and in christ you can mm-hmm. and he wants you to do that so years ago <clears throat> my three little girls 
I knew what, what we're sharing now. I, I understood and not to tamper with the uh, the clay. Mm-hmm. It belongs to God, and I'm not going to make you what I want you to be till I'm comfortable with you. And then all we got then is little Randy's running around. <clears throat> I have enough trouble with me. I don't need another one. <laughs> About years ago, when my little girls were growing up, I was trying to share with them to be to retain your entity in Christ, your individualism. <clears throat> don't don't go into independence, but remain in an individual. There's a world of difference. It's a most in that statement. <clears throat> so what I would do, I took my oldest one first, and I'd say that that time they were probably in the range of eight, nine, and ten, somewhere in there, seven, eight, nine, and ten. And I took my oldest one first, and I took her shopping, and I took her into the little girl's place wherever it is, whatever, and I said, now, you have the right to choose six things without asking me or your mother. Your mother's not even here. I wouldn't bring her. You can choose what you like. And, of course, my firstborn, true to herself, even this day, very conservative. And remind me of Gloria Lee, very conservative. And then I come in with my secondborn and... Ooh, I, I I myself felt I didn't want to pay for that stuff. <laughs> she comes out with all of this wild, crazy-looking stuff. Now, I already told them the only rule I have, only constitution, only law is modesty. Mm-hmm. You can't come out looking uh, lascivious and, and perverted. And that's, so the second one goes, and I mean, she chooses all this bright uh, – I mean, it was polka dot stuff, stripes and stuff like that. All right, so I, that was her. Then I brought my, my youngest one in. We did this. Now, this was after days, not together. Mm-hmm. And so I could permit them the freedom to choose who they are, what they look at, and what they like would help cultivate their entity, which it did. Because mm-hmm. I let them know none of you three are the same. You are fe- generically, you are females. But from then on, you are entities as individuals. So we go back to this whole thing in, in Christ and the salvation of the soul or how, what he's doing with this engrafted word. He has to engraft a scripture in you according to your temperament and personality, constitution. And the thing that rules us, like I said, with, with Crystal, her constitution was based upon a feeling. Now, she had a, it ruled her based upon feeling, excuse me, not constitution, temperament. Her temperament ruled. And in Gloria Lee, the constitution ruled. The law ruled mm-hmm. Gloria, but the temperament ruled Crystal. And Crystal responds, even to this day, uh, very uh, still from the feeling. But when I was talking, I said, Crystal, your temperament needs to be saved. Uh, You need Christ to move in and do a work with your temperament. She said, what does that mean? And I'm sure people, same thing, going to church, what what is he talking about right now? Well, your bishop needs to move in and bishop all five of those areas and begin to save those areas where they're unsaved or contrary to Christ. The emphasis of it, which is a terrible thing for religious people to endorse, but every human being that's born again is a, has, still has a residue of an anti-Christ behavior, wow. nature, conduct. I could be sitting at this table right yeah. now and have an anti-perspective of something, mm-hmm. of the scriptures or of the person of yeah. Christ. or yeah. it, it, it shows me that I'm against Christ. We're not talking about the anti-Christ. Yeah. talking about the spirit of it, as John talked about. And the spirit of it, I could have a misconception of uh, you entirely and bring judgment on you and miss that judgment and be wrong about you. That is against Christ. 
So if you take away the word antichrist, because it's become a religious person mm-hmm. of the future of eschatology, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I find uh, I don't want yeah. to trigger that one. I just, <laughs> I just triggered that one. You know, I'll say this about it. Revelation, the book of Revelation, is not a revelation of the end times. It's I, a revelation of Jesus Christ. That's right. It's simple as that. When you read that book with the person in mind mm. rather than future chaos, mm-hmm. you will understand the book a lot better. It's mm. the revelation of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, search the scriptures, for they testify mm-hmm. of me. Revelation doesn't testify of the end times, even though there's stuff there. Mm-hmm. It's not testifying of... There's more to it. Yes, it's about the person. Mm. It's testifying of Christ and what he's going to do mm. to, to bring uh, the kingdom back to his father. And in the last days, Paul, uh, Jesus said, then after it's all been arranged and done and accomplished, then I'll offer it back to my father. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. the objective mm-hmm. is bringing this back to what it was in the very beginning mm-hmm. under the rule of the Most right. High God, the Father. Mm-hmm. So anyway, this has to do with the problem of idolatry and humanity. It hasn't been saved. 